Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Let's get into it. When's it gonna end? The White House, they're considering a series of tax hikes to fund President Biden's long-term economic program. Now, one idea is to tax capital gains as the same rate as income. And I want you to hear this clip from strategist Rob Luna, who told Fox Business that would be disastrous for small business owners. A lot of these people, as they get towards retirement, look to sell all or part of their business. This is the money that they've borrowed on credit cards, blood, sweat and tears, sweat equity that they put into these businesses. And when they want to take a little bit of that off the table to help supplement their retirement, it's not just their tech stocks that they invested in that's getting taxed, but it's their personal businesses also. These are real Americans that are being taxed. are going to feel this. I know the McPherson Financial Group works with a lot of small businesses. Is this a concern? This is a very big concern. So in my prior life, before McPherson Financial Group, I was working at a high net worth bank in Kansas City, and we had this business exit team that I was on, and we would help business owners who were trying to get out of their business, help them sell their business. What a lot of business owners don't realize is you can sell it the wrong way, right? You can sell it and have too much ordinary income. Mm -hmm. You can sell it and have short-term capital gains. You can sell it basically and pay more taxes. So my job was to help them reduce their tax liability. Sometimes we could do this, you know, right before the sale. Sometimes it it took a year or so to do, but if Biden's tax law changes this to ordinary income, it is a huge problem. We're talking instead of 15 or 20% tax, now you're selling a business and making, well, anything over $400,000 is going to be 39% tax. So Mm -hmm. big, big issues here. And you're already talking to businesses who have struggled for the past year with COVID. Exactly. You've got a lot of businesses that have gotten crushed by COVID because COVID did not hurt the big corporate America very much because big corporate America has the online resources. It has the ability for people to just get in touch with them by doing online orders. I mean, look at Amazon. They doubled their size, you know, through COVID. Mm -hmm. But the small mom and pop shops, they don't have that. You know, they're used to that walk in traffic. They're used to the people coming to their business every week and every day. And when those people stopped going out of their homes, they were hit very, very hard. So they struggled and struggled and struggled, made it through COVID. Maybe they did a PPP loan, kind of were able to get through that bad period. But now they're looking at maybe getting out of the business itself and selling it. And all of a sudden they thought they're going to get, you know, maybe a million, two million, three million dollars for their business. And that was going to be their retirement. This is what they have planned on to be a big part of that retirement structure. And all of a sudden the government's going to take 40 percent away from that. That's very, very discouraging, especially when you spend a lot of time, you know, and a lot of sweat equity, just like that clip was talking about pouring your soul into your company. And then the government's going to take an extra 20, maybe 25 percent of that Mm -hmm. just because they're going to change the tax laws on you at the ninth hour. So that's where we try to make sure people can avoid those kind of issues and kind of tax problems that arise. And there's ways to prevent that. But every year the taxes can change. So we got to make sure that we can move with those changes to make sure that our clients can be in the best possible position they can be in. If I run a small business and I hear this story about another tax coming to my small business, guys, what would you tell me? How would you help calm me down? I mean, first thing I would say is try not to have all your eggs in that one basket. You know, if all your eggs and all your retirement are in your business, um, this is where we see most of the issues arise is if a change in taxes impact your whole nest egg, that's bad, right? Mm-hmm. If you can start diversifying your retirement by, you know, potentially if you're thinking of 
selling the business, maybe start taking some money out of the business and investing elsewhere. You know, try to ramp up your IRA contributions by way of either a SEP IRA, 401k. There's a lot of different plans you can use now to help save taxes now, help lower the value of the business. That's one thing I mentioned earlier, that that's a way to get around paying some of the taxes is to do a different type of valuation where your company's not worth as much on paper mm-hmm. or it's worth more on paper so you get less capital gains. I mean, there's there's, there's several ways to kind of go around things, but um, if you are a small business owner, I would be concerned about these taxes going up. Since we're talking about taxes, if you have assets that you want to pass on to the family, well, of course, we know about the inheritance tax and that's going to affect your plan. But gentlemen, there was an article in The Motley Fool that says, there is only a little bit that your loved ones can do to avoid that inheritance tax. However, there are things that we can do for your loved ones to help out. So is that all wrapped up in estate planning, how to deal with the inheritance tax? Yes, it is. So you need to have an estate plan that like that, that lays that out, that says, hey, this is what's going to happen with my money. This is how, you know, how much I have, what my kids, grandkids are going to inherit. And here's kind of the, the rules in place today. Here mm-hmm. are the taxes. And here's kind of how we're getting around them, to be honest. I mean, there's ways to get around certain things. Um, right now, the inheritance tax, uh, your exemption right now is if you're married, is about $22 million. So that doesn't impact very many people. Now, the new tax code that's coming out has been floating around, reducing that down to $1 million. If that's $1 million, that means anything over that $1 million is taxed at 45% before it gets to the kids and grandkids. This is IRA. This is brokerage. This is your house. This is your net worth. So things you can do now, if this is the change, you need to start gifting to your kids while living. You know, because you can currently give $30,000 if you're married to any individual and it does not count against your exclusion for you at death. How many times can you make that gift? Annually. Okay. And you can do it to kids and you can do it to grandkids. So as long as it's along the bloodline, you know, you may have ways to donate more, but we'll see what Biden ends up doing with the tax code. But tax code changes affect behavior. They always do. So what will happen, the government comes out and they change and the government's trying to do a certain thing with raising revenue. So they're they're trying to bring in more revenue with these tax increases. However, when you do that, you're also going to affect behavior because people will do different things. Because if you look at historically, any time our government raises taxes substantially, the revenue to the IRS usually falls. So people will find ways around that legislation and they will do what's legal and lawful, but they're going to hire CPAs and they're going to hire tax specialists and they're going to hire firms like us to help them manage those new tax rules. So it always kind of makes me laugh and make me makes me cry at the same time because what the government intends to do, it's usually the opposite effect. You know, when you lower taxes, typically more revenue pours into the IRS because people don't have to do all kinds of fancy planning around it. They just basically let it kind of go in the system because it's not that burdensome and you're not, you know, causing major tax problems. But if like the scenario Luke was saying, if you got someone, the average person has maybe a four or $500,000 house today, they have maybe four or $500,000 in their 401k. Well, if the estate tax is going to take 45% of that, that's a huge chunk. That's not going to go to the kids and the grandkids Mm -hmm. and IRA money. So if it's a 401k that most people have today, 90% of that money is qualified money, which means it's never been taxed. When that money comes out, the kids now with the SECURE Act are not allowed to do the beneficial IRA stretch. They have to pay the tax on that in 10 years. So not only do you have an estate tax problem, you've got a regular 
income tax problem. So you're getting tax upon tax upon tax, and it makes it really, really penalizing. So instead of kids getting a million dollars, they might only get two or three hundred thousand. Is that all in the in the broad umbrella of retirement planning, or do you put that more in the estate planning? That's more of the estate planning side. You know, the retirement planning side is income planning for our clients throughout retirement. We want to make sure their money doesn't run out. You know, they have enough money through the next 20 years, 30 years, 40 years of a retirement, no matter how long they live, they have enough money to make it through that period of time. And then this is more on the wealth transfer side where we're taking what is left to go to those kids and those grandkids and making sure that if it's you know a million dollars, we wanna try to make sure the kids and the grandkids get a million dollars. So mm-hmm. we wanna try to have that pass as much as we possibly can tax-free to those kids and those grandkids. The Motley Fool says that one of the most common retirement mistakes is forgetting about taxes. And we've been talking about taxes today, but is this the time of year to talk about tax strategy or is that something better left till maybe after the tax season is over? It's always good to talk about tax strategy in the current calendar year. However, tax strategies for last year, most of them are out the door, right? So you can still probably contribute to an IRA, maybe to a SEP IRA, but anything coming from payroll like a 401k or you know, setting up any other types of plans, you had to do that last year. So waiting till tax filing season is over may give you more time to think about your current tax strategy. Mm -hmm. But we talk taxes all year round with our clients. Um, What we're doing now for some clients is we're talking taxes now as we're doing their taxes. And then soon after, we're going to look at what changes we need to make for this year, given expectations of increased taxes in the future, and see if we need to do anything in this current taxable year based on current taxable income. So there's a lot to do with tax planning more than just tax preparing. Yeah, because one of the things we can do, Mark, for our clients, if if they're taking, as an example, $120,000 of a year in income, and they fall into where they're in the 22% bracket on some of it and 12% on the other part of their income, well, they have some headroom. They can go up to about $150,000 of taxable income for the year. And if they don't need it from an income standpoint, we can look at money that has been in a IRA account or in a 401k account that's been non-taxed, and we can do some Roth conversion planning and things along those lines. So we will look at forecasting future income. Can we reposition? A lot of people that walk in the door for the very first time have a lot of money in a taxable bucket. Mm -hmm. Well, we want to try to take some of that taxable money and make it tax-free or tax-deferred. So we're trying to always move those buckets for our clients, and it sometimes will take us five, six, sometimes even 10 years to get those buckets filled properly for them, and we want to do it in the most tax-efficient way. Right, and that's a great point. Another quick client story here is have a client who's recently retired. She inherited an IRA from her father. So because of the new SECURE Act, she has 10 years to take all the money out of that account. Right, so 10 years to take money out and pay taxes. So she's in the low tax bracket now because she just retired. So our strategy for her is take everything we can out up into the 12% tax bracket. So we started that plan a couple months ago and we're gonna revisit, say November, and say, okay, we need to take out an extra, I mean, maybe ten, fifteen thousand $15,000 because we want to pay tax at 12%. It's hard to fathom saying we want to pay tax, <laughs> but with all these new infrastructure, COVID bills, all the trillions of dollars we're spending, taxes are going up. If you can pay 12% on money right now, take it, take it and run. <laughs> um, so that's the plan for her. So everybody's plan's a little different. Spoken like a man who thinks taxes are going up. <laughs> going up. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com.
We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 74725. Today's show has been a work of art. 